This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey everybody, I know that much without looking at my script. <laughs> my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater on Tuesday, October 11th, Two Oceans 11. Where are your name tags at? I see a Jordan Boxing Glove. Is your name actually Jordan? Yeah. That's crazy. And he's sitting right next to Jordan with the baseball. We got Kala, am I pronouncing that right, on a Frisbee? And then uh, what about Justin? Instead of what about Bob, he changed over a movie poster. That's pretty impressive. And then Adam, is that the film called Adam? Okay. 
Was that about like an autistic dude or something? Okay. Well, good luck with that. Steph has a It's It box. It's It is a, uh, I don't know if it's all over the world, but it's like an ice cream sandwich, right? What's that? It's a San Francisco thing? San Francisco treat? It's an ice cream sandwich with rice aroni in it. And then we got Keith wrote something on a piece of cardboard that ends in fuck. I can't read the rest of it. High as fuck. And then uh, Tim is here and a guy with a shirt that says Duke on it. I don't know if that's just your name or a coincidence or school you went to. And then uh, what is that big sign back there? Pick Dana? Why? Corky St. Clair says to pick Dana. Corky St. Clair is from Waiting for Guffman? We're pretty good at this. <laughs> Listeners, be sure to bring your name tags to the Columbus, Ohio Funny Bone on October 16th and October 17th. That's a Sunday and a Monday. And to the Doug Loves Movies taping at the Gramercy Theater in New York City at 8 o'clock on October 23rd. Last night at Zany's in Nashville, Sean Jordan beat a lady named Mary... Ladies, probably not the right. A young woman named Mary. <laughs> he beat her uh, in the, the category was in theaters now, and the uh, answer was, what's your number? Uh, she didn't know that one. And then Sean lost to Greg in the uh, horror movies category, and the answer was poltergeist. On the flight back to L.A., I saw Captain America again. Again, not in 3D. They don't offer 3D on the plane. And it stars future guest Chris Evans, so I loved it. (laughs) Also on the plane, I listened to last week's ep from Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon, and Jesus, what a mess. That was horrifying to listen to. I mean, when it was happening, I had kind of an idea that I might have been too high, but listening to it... I know it was free to listen to, but I still need to apologize for wasting your time. And I apologize to the club and the people of Portland that came to the club and my guests that night and the alcohol. I apologize to alcohol. I apologize to marijuana. There were some funny parts in it, but I I don't know. I think I might pull it from existence (laughs) because it's such a bummer to listen to because I I like to maintain that, you know, I get high and still do an okay job at hosting the show, but that was ridiculous. I don't even know if pulling it is something that we can do, but if it disappears, you'll know why. So check it out now if if you are dying to hear it. Even the Baltimore show where I was completely drunk was uh, better. You got to pace yourself. I learned a valuable lesson. In other news, I had such a great time on the 311 cruise earlier this year that I have uh, weaseled my way into and onto the Weezer cruise in January. That's right. They're going to play Pinkerton and the Blue Album, and and they they do all the great, great shows inside and out on the on the boat. In addition to uh, performances by them, the cruise will also feature Dinosaur Jr., Sebado, Gene Ween, and a taping of Doug Loves Movies. Woo! Yeah. So go to WeezerCruise.com for more info, uh, like the dates and where the cruise is going. I'll tell you right now, Cozumel. And, and tell them I sent you. Because uh, we want to we keep track of how many people want to see the podcast so we make sure that we're uh, doing it in the right venue on the boat to make room for everybody. Now it's time for Watch This, Not That. The number one fighting movie in the country right now is called Real Steel. It features a boy dancing with a robot, and that's one of the good parts. 
The number two fighting movie right now in the country is called Warrior. It doesn't feature a kid dancing with a robot. So see Warrior, not Real Steel. This has been Watch This, Not That. Me and my guests tonight have contributed the following prizes for whoever from the audience wins in the Leonard Moulton game today. Copies of my first CD and my fourth CD, Professional Humor, Edian, and Potty Mouth. Also some t-shirts that the guests will explain when they get out here. One of them says, The San Diego Diet, (laughs) which I was on for most of my life, having been from there, and uh, I don't necessarily think it's a good diet. And then uh, another t-shirt that says, what does it say on it? It says, Brothers to the End. (laughs) Okay, you guys understand that, I guess? It's a reference to some video game. And then we've also got uh, some uh, Colgate Wisp Whitening (laughs) thingies that have been sitting in someone's bag, (laughs) and she signed it, My Wisps. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sarah Silverman, Nick Kroll, and Kumail Nanjani. Oh, there she is. Why are you so late, Sarah? I wanted to grab my water from my backpack. Oh, okay. And I grabbed my phone in case I needed it for reference. I mean, not that I would cheat on Leonard Mountain, but you might need to make some calls or what look, if I need look to some things up. Something. Yeah. Are you okay. and Leonard Malton dating seriously? <laughs> they made out on a, a night of a thousand whatever that was. Nick, you left a curler in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I am a housewife. <laughs> That's Nick Kroll, everybody, right there talking. Hello. Woo! Yeah. I always learn things when I look up on IMDb, because IMDb, I look up on there uh, what you're, you know, what you've done, what you've done movie-wise, mm-hmm. and uh, in your case, I was shocked to see the words Little Fockers. Oh, yeah. And I just saw it for the first time this weekend. It. Yeah. I, he plays a gynecologist or a no, young a doctor. doctor. They say I wish. in the credits. Yeah, I wish. young doctor. Yeah. How young do you have to be to be young doctor? Because you seem old enough to be a, <laughs> I'm a regular doctor. I'm a I'm a character guy, so I play a 13 year old doctor. <laughs> Doug Hauser. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you're in it briefly, or does it very briefly? Very briefly, I'm in one scene. There was a reshoot because the original kid they had in it uh, developed a tick in the middle of making the movie. And so they had to recast the little kid. What was the tick? I I, I don't know. I'm assuming he was like, I'm a child. Don't make me do this work. I want to go to school. (laughs) Don't pin your dreams on me. This franchise is in motion. It's too late for me. <laughs> so, yeah, so they reshot a scene in the doctor's office. Um, and so they cast me as the young doctor. And I get to hang out for a day with, like, Stiller, De Niro. Um, ben, Robert? Yeah, Ben. Uh, Bobby. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bobby and Benji. And, uh, and uh, Blake Danner and, and um, Owen Wilson. 
Obama. <laughs> did you not get to hang out with Terry Polo? Yeah, we were disappointed she wasn't was there. <laughs> Terry was there, actually. Terry was uh, there. So. You mentioned also, every single person. Yeah. yeah um, you got to Blythe Danner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's cool. That's Kumail Nanjani, everybody. Woo! First timer. First timer on Douglas Movies. It's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, the question I had for you is, you're in life as we know it? Yeah, what's that tone, Doug? <laughs> that tone is, I didn't see it because it's about Katherine Heigl, and that's all I needed to know. I'm telling you, the, 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 woman, the woman needs someone to go, hey, check out a good script sometime and, and make that. I mean, you know, she's a good actress. I am in it. She's I am in, in life as we know it, yes. What do you play, young doctor? <laughs> uh, I play uh, Josh Duhamel's like, work buddy that he comes to for advice. Is your advice good? No, it's hilariously terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses it to ill effect? No, it almost feels like the scenes I have in the movie are from like a different movie because they don't connect to anything else. Nothing I tell him to do, he does. Or, and he doesn't even decide to not do it, you know? It's like he never heard me. <laughs> it feels like they cut me out, but they gave me a copy with like just scenes put into it because it makes no sense. I love that Melissa McCarthy, though. She's in there. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, well, Rob Hubel's in it, Andy Daly's in it. There's yeah. a lot of funny people in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll see it on a plane. Terry Polo? <laughs> Terry Polo said no. She passed on life as we know it. <laughs> I just get driven crazy by that scene where, in the trailer... Like, it shouldn't be allowed to be in the trailer, I don't think, because it's too disgusting, where Melissa McCarthy says, you have poo on your face. Yeah, because yeah. Because Catherine Heigl has poo on her face. There's a lot of jokes in the movie where people have things on their face. I'm not <laughs> joking. There's poo. That's the last one, but it builds up. It starts with spaghetti, and then there's pee, there's puke, and then, you know, the, the big crescendo is the poo on the face. Things well, come out of babies. Out those are the five funniest things according to the census in baby town <laughs> <laughs> babies love that movie <laughs> I remember I was flying to do that movie to Atlanta and when I read the script on the plane I started crying reading it because you thought it was so beautiful <laughs> yeah I was like I'm going to be part of something <laughs> really yeah <laughs> I was also in first class so maybe that had something to do with it you know and high on Ambien and white wine yeah <laughs> And it was that time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> that time of the month when you drink white wine and Ambien. Yeah, and read Katherine Heigl movies and cry on a plane. Did you lose your shit reading the script for The Killers? <laughs> Sarah Silverman, you're in the Hi, Muppets movie friend. that's coming out soon. Whoa! Yes, I am. How amazing is that? Which Muppet did you get to work with? I already know the answer. I know you do. I didn't have my. You're in a Muppetless scene. Well, that's like being in Rent and not having a scene with Rosario Dawson. I, that's Same thing that happened to you, yeah. <laughs> I auditioned for Rent and I got the only part that doesn't sing. I had to sing a big song. <laughs> really, just. No. By anyway. the way, mine was similar because I didn't have any scenes with Katherine Heigl in my movie. So wow. sort of yeah, like, she's like, as important to American culture as the yeah. Muppets. 
But just it, it was something they tacked on that they it's a song they added that's actually it's kind of with a Muppet, but it's really not at all with Muppet. Where it's a split screen with Amy Adams and Miss Piggy both singing like a duet about missing their loves or something. Is that a spoiler? I don't think so. And you just what do you do? You just peek in from behind it's one of them? Nothing. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, it, it's not like you get a part. It's like, or I, you know, I mean, it's just a cameo. Like, they have cameos, and they're not, there's nothing funny or anything. It's, but they have everyone, like, start like this, you know? So it's like, can I get you a table? Every sure, time the person way. turns around? I think so. That's what they told me. You know, I love like, that. When it's like a cameo, so it's like, who's it going to be? Oh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just say, like, table for two, or, you know, and then that's, I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> but I'm so excited. That's I'm so, so great. You're in it. In yeah, it right I love that you're in it. I have the Muppets on my living room wall. Uh, Take This Waltz, Please, uh, is a movie that you're in with. Now, I just read a little bit on IMDb about it, because I don't like to know too much about movies, but all I could gather from it is that Michelle Williams has to choose between you and Seth Rogen. What? <laughs> is that what it's about? No. What's it about? It says she has to choose between two very different kinds of love. Is the only thing I read. No, it's another guy. Luke Kirby. What's the difference between his love and Seth Rogen's love? I, I don't want to take up the time. Wait, did you say, <laughs> you, did you say seriously, did you say Bruno Kirby? That's no, a very like, different kind of love. Yeah. Love with the ghost of a, a wonderful actor. Oh, the best. Yeah, he was great. All right. Let's take a let's take a moment to think about Bruno Kirby. What was your favorite Bruno Kirby role? The limo, the limo driver in Spinal Tap. Not one of his bigger parts, but sure. <laughs> I liked him in City Slickers too. Oh, you don't go one, you go two. No, I just wanted to say two to make it be two, but I guess one. I liked him when he was on The Partridge Family as a young stand-up comedian. There was an episode where he was trying to be a stand-up comic, and he was Reuben Kincaid's nephew, I think. And so he got to open for the Partridge family. And the only joke I remember is, uh, <laughs> I can't even remember it. <laughs> I started to remember a joke, and then... Uh, I know, it just hit me, too. What? Oh, that... <laughs> <laughs> that backstage fun? Can I take a second to play for you guys? People send in uh, I'm going to think of the joke Oh, oh, oh He goes uh, <laughs> He goes I'd like to start by clearing up a few things I- I'd like to clear up a few things Starting with my face Was one of his That's cute That's a it, solid it, it, line He was supposed to be a teenager Doing stand-up comedy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was good He was but, in Good Morning Vietnam He was in that one Oh, mm-hmm. he's great in Yeah, that. he's very uptight Harry in that Como. Yeah Yeah That's right That's right Seriously, Bruno Kirby, you guys Always, always, always a treat. May he live. He was in some of those uh, Kurt Russell Disney movies. He was too. in a bunch of movies as Joey Pants. Too. I'm so bored. <laughs> well, he was in. Uh, he was in uh, Sleepers in Seattle. He was in that one. Oh yeah, yes, no. he was. Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally is right, the one I'm Carrie thinking Fisher. of. Oh, I thought he was in Larry Sleepers Sanders. As himself. Entourage. He was the one with the Shrek doll that got stolen. What a great plot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, people 
every once in a while submit some music to play as my opening theme, and a guy wrote to me on Twitter saying, "Please play this. Uh, I've got if I submit a Halloween version of the Douglas movies theme, will you play it?" And I said, "Well, I won't necessarily play it at the beginning of the show, but I will play it in the middle of the show, and then we will mock it." <laughs> but not necessarily. You might like it. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's uh, give it a listen. I thought you were going to say Jada Pickett Smith's vagina. That's what that sounds like. The theme from Halloween and uh, a lot of weird chanting. It was an effort. The guy did it. It's mostly the theme from Halloween, though. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the thing. When he said, if I submit a theme song that's got a Halloween feel to it, that's I didn't know he cheating, meant yeah. that he would just take someone else's music yeah. and then throw... He took two songs. He took the Hard and Firm song and the Halloween music and <laughs> jammed it together. Anyway, his name is Douglas Smith, no relation. And, um, and uh, thank you for submitting that, Doug. Sarah, have you seen any movies lately? Oh, two great movies. Oh, here we go. Two recommendations from Sarah Silverman. Drive. Yeah. yeah. Loved I'm it. Tired of talking about how much people love Drive. Did you love it? No. Oh, I love. Really? It. I just thought it was all right. I thought Man, it was kind of boring. If I had a pussy, it would have been wet. <laughs> My asshole <laughs> got wet. <somehow. laughs> it was like a single tear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when I read a Katherine Heigl script, you know. <laughs> It had some cool stuff in it, but I, di- I didn't buy the overallness of it. But what's the other one? It was one? so badass. It was so cool. It was sort of badass. The other one... Albert Brooks. ...shares uh, the music, person who did the music for them both. Oh, yeah? Contagion. You love Contagion? I loved Contagion. I loved it. Welcome to being alone. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't like it? I didn't even see it. I don't even care. Oh, see it. I didn't. I don't even give I a shit about okay. that. I wasn't excited about seeing it because I thought it would make me afraid of touching things, and it did. But it's actually, despite obviously it's horror, horrific horror, mm-hmm. gives you horror, you know, it's, it's a scary thought that this has happened before and may happen again. It's fun. It's no, what is it? Yes. It's a romp. It's, no. It's a good time at the movies. It's not a romp, but it's fun. It's like you're on the edge of your seat. It's like a thriller, like figuring stuff out. And it's what so many great end? actors. Does Gwyneth Paltrow come back? No, but, you know, they figure out where it all came from. It's awesome. Matt Damon, and I always feel like I can't like say anything because people are like, you fucking Matt Damon, but I, <laughs> Matt Damon, <laughs> separate from that, you the have hours to like I him. spent you with him, like I, yeah, but he's great though. He is he's the cool. best actor. He's like my favorite. Him and Ted Danson <laughs> are my favorite like male those, actors. Like have you choices. seen the trailer for We Bought a Zoo? No. Matt Damon I'm buys sure a zoo, awesome. and it looks pretty awesome. He's this is. The performance of a lifetime. The in Matt contagion? Damon in Contagion. <laughs> Matt Damon in Talented Contagion. Talented Mr. Ripley. And then yeah. so it. Goodwill uh, Hunting. Oh, so fucking good yeah, in that movie. I know. I'm just. All right. Yeah, he it's like he's born again or something. Fight. No, because he's always incredible. But yeah, I'm just saying, 
He, he was get, great like, on 30 Oscar Rock. He this. was really funny on 30 Rock as that pilot. And it's interesting to me because what does Matt Damon do to transform, to just, not, you know, to just play this person who's a real person? And these aren't based on real people. It's a made-up story. Yeah, we know how movies work. <laughs> some are true. Some are true. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Welcome to How Do Movies Work. Why don't you go back to not India? <laughs> oh, oh, shiz. What? Shiz. What? That could be anywhere. I'm in not India. Aww. Ooh. Yeah, I um, smell good. Wait, let me just finish just this. Just for those who, in the audience who don't know, Kamel is originally from Tallahassee. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Taliban. That's what I heard. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that is not a country. He's from Talibansi. Uh, it is a way of thinking, okay, Nick? This isn't the blue-collar I love ideology. movies. <laughs> he's from, he's from yeah. Talabama. Oh. Wait, can I just finish this yes, point? Please. I'm going to shut the f- off, F up. I don't know how this Quiet, is. Jordan. I just want to... Well, I don't know why I want to say this. No, no, no. You were saying it's high. not based on real, a real <laughs> a story. No, no, no. I'm not... I'm, I'm just saying... And Matt Damon's really good in it Right. They can interpret these people however they want. They're not playing like actual people. Um, what's his face? Matt Damon. No. Jude Law. Nothing against Jude Law, but he's got like a fake tooth and then he's doing like an Australian accent to really stretch. And he's doing all this stuff. Matt Damon just like eats regular and grows out... A $500 haircut into a regular haircut. That's what... That's the feeling you get. But that reminds me of my... That reminds me of my... Matt Damon didn't have to gain weight for the informant argument. (laughs) Yeah, but he... D- doesn't have to be born identity body. F- that he probably just goes, oh, I can just be a. I'm just playing a regular person. Yeah, no, that, I would have been fine with that, but instead there's all that publicity about I gained so much weight to do this, yeah. and it was like that character could have been thin. Yeah. <laughs> what? And there was never a moment where you're like, oh, fat guys. <laughs> I wasn't a lot. Or slightly fat, fat guys. He wasn't even that fat. <laughs> But anyway, I, I'm excited that you love yeah. Contagion because uh, now I, I never had any enthusiasm for it, and now I have a little bit. Yeah. And I might, I might check it out. I mean, I guess still keep your expectations low. <laughs> Just because that's a, the best Roll of a lifetime! <laughs> I want to see a remake of Contagion starring the Muppets with celebrity cameos. Um, that would be That amazing. would be so much fun to watch. You have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> For those in podcast land, they're so confused. Sarah turned around and said the line. <laughs> For those listening, yes, I have a movie that I want to see. What oh is yeah, it? it's like a. I, from what I can tell, it's like a French, like existential movie um, called Jacques Gilles. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think you're talking about Jack and Jill. Oh. Oh, I thought it was like a great question of identity and <laughs> Jackie Gilles. That's a good point, though, because when f- movies are foreign, they get a lot more leeway with corniness and super broad comediness. Y- yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, Americans eat up those really corny yeah. French films. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but thank you for saying stuff. Happy, happy Gilles <laughs> I don't know. None of us saw that movie to judge it. It's probably great. I would like them to take. There's a scene in that where he's where Jill is on a jet ski 
And, I have uh, one question first. Is it please. two different people or is it a person like Mrs. Doubt firing it? No, it's a it's supposed magic? to be it's supposed to be his sister, it's, Adam's no sister. No, it's just a normal woman who looks exactly like Adam Sandler because they're yeah. brother and sister. And Al Pacino's got a crush on her. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't Adam's is it his character girl, girl version of, of Adam be sexy too? What is it his character on scent of a woman? Yeah, That's yeah. He's joke. he's always like, uh, show joke. me your hoo ha. <laughs> that would be great though if actually Adam, if Jack was if they weren't brother and sister, but he fell in love with her. Like you know how like Bugs Bunny with. He falls in yeah, love yeah. with, like, Bugs Bunny with a wig on. Like, Bugs Bunny with a wig is sexy. <laughs> I'm more of a Minnie Mouse kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that Scott Pilgrim reference come from? Uh, <laughs> so, these t-shirts you guys brought, let me just quickly ask you about them before we play the Leonard Mullen game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do they mean? Yours is the di- San Diego Diet? Mine is a San Diego Diet. It is, uh, it's from um, the pilot of my, my, sh- my television show that I'm going to start working on called The Nick Show Crawl. And, uh, is it really called that? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so it's a T-shirt from a sketch in it. So if you get it, you literally... Yeah. literally that's fun inside. That's an inside shirt. Some inside shit. And uh, yours, is a, yours is a video game reference? Yeah, Kumail? I do a podcast called uh, The Indoor Kids About Video Games for Nerdist. And uh, it is a Gears of War shirt. Uh, and the, but you can't tell if you just look. It just looks like a really douchey Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> so it's got a couple things going yeah, for it. Yeah, those are nice to wear if you need to go undercover. It's yeah. sort of... All right, well, let's uh, see the name tags we have in the audience. We've got, what about Justin? There's Tim, there's Jordan, Sarah, Kumail, and Nick. Go pick a name tag you want to play for, and uh, we'll get this game started. I got one. Oh, great. You got the Frisbee. Yeah, I got the Frisbee. Yeah, you love... What's it called when the hippies play Frisbee? Ultimate, brah. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah went with the It's It. From Steph, it's a it's a delicious mint, uh, you know, ice cream sandwich. Oh, yeah! Just smell the box, <laughs> smell it, and and Kumail fell for the uh, Jordan boxing glove. Just yeah. quickly, smell the box. That was one of my lines as the gynecologist <laughs> to meet the fucker. <laughs> that was your catchphrase for yeah. the movie. <laughs> All right, we'll start with Sarah. And we'll go to Nick and then to Camille, since he's new. Sarah gets to pick the category. Would you like Joey Kennedy 2011 suggested fruity movies, and those are movies where a fruit is named in the title. Example would be either Lemon Sky or Under a Cherry Moon. Are those movies? Yes, with fruits in the title. Another category suggested by at girls man would be girls man movies with either girls or man in the title. <laughs> and then it's Joan Cusack's birthday today. Happy the birthday, great Joan, Joan Cusack. So films films featuring Joan Cusack. Which one of those would you like, Sarah? Yeah, they're all great. I'm gonna say fruit. Okay. This movie's got fruit in the title. It's from 2004. Leonard Maltin gives it three stars. He says about this movie that it's, uh, there's this, 
a series of odd and unusual characters in it, and he go, says it's impeccably designed, and that it is. Uh, oh, stick around for the ingenious, entertaining closing credits. That's a weird clue. And there are sixteen names. Yeah, 16 names. How many names do you think you can get it in, Sarah? It starts in the bottom, Kamel, just so you know. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> I can name... Food at the bottom. Ten. Ten. Okay, she says ten names. Then we go to Nick. Nine. Okay. Uh, Strategy. <laughs> Good work, Kumail. Sarah? Name that movie. Ooh, interesting. Strategy. I don't know if that that might pay off. All right, there's fruit in the title. <laughs> uh, three stars, 2004. Those other things that I said. And the eight names? Yeah, but there's 16 in the total? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Here's your eight names. Cedric the Entertainer. Uh-oh. Jeez. James Adam, Jane Adams. Jennifer Coolidge. Craig Ferguson. What? Jamie Harris. Louise Guzman. Meryl Streep. <laughs> what? I know, it's weird, right? <laughs> Billy Connolly. Catherine O'Hara. And that's that's eight, right? I think I may have given you nine on accident. Those are your names. This is fruit in the title? Yeah, I gave you I gave you nine names on accident. You got a bonus name, but it probably still won't help you. All of that combined together. I know if I was listening to it, I'd be incredibly confused. Meryl yeah. Streep, I did not yeah. see coming. Do you have any idea? <laughs> you have any idea? Cedric the Entertainer and Meryl Streep were in a movie together? Yeah. It's called Johnson Family Vacation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't geez. have a fruit in it. 2004. I know I've definitely not seen this movie. Because uh, you know Cedric's whole catalog. <laughs> I sat next to him at an NBA game once, so... <laughs> <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I've made my No point. reason to finish that. Yeah, I didn't know how to. <laughs> um, I c- oh, not oh, go ahead. Okay. What were you going to say? No, she's just going to try to help you, you in some way. say if it's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I you're going with what, what you're going with. I don't want to do any boundaries, but... Yeah, like, do you let's just say he doesn't know the answer. I don't know right, the right. And then I'll tell you what it is. It's called know. Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate oh, Events. Oh, you. Oh, yeah, because of that fruit, lemony. Lemony. That is not a fruit, sir. <laughs> but my question is, like, if it's animated, right? is it animated? No. Are you I, I probably won't tell you it's animated, I'm, I'm but still, that's a good point. I'm still formulating my Meryl Streep, Emma Thompson joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so still Sarah gets a point, everybody. Yeah. Way to go, Sarah. Who are you Sarah. playing for? Lauren. You go, girl. Steph. Steph. <laughs> In my head, it was Lauren. It's so lemony sure. snicket. That's even further away from being a fruit. Lemony, lemony. Lemon. The word lemon no, is in it. it's lemony, isn't it? L-E-M-O-N is lemon. It's E? What kind of... I know I, I, know I get high, Kumail, but... And well, I, know that I, I know that I think Denver is a state, but uh. other than that, other than that, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> Fairly good at this. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Nick, because... Sarah said to Kumail mm-hmm. to name it, mm-hmm. and then from Nick we'll go to Sarah because we changed the order around. Mm-hmm. Would you like to play one of these categories, Nick? At Dave V. 
VJ, D-A-Y-V-E-E-V-J, mm-hmm. suggested OMG as a category, oh. and that's movies where someone in the movie plays God. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's Artie Lang's birthday today. Oh. So, oh, so one of the four films that Artie Lang has been in. <laughs> and then summer blockbusters. That's blockbusters that came out during a summer. Which one would you like? What would you choose, Doug? Oh, I'd go with... If I were you? Mm -hmm. With my knowledge, my entire life experience. I would go with... OMG. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for letting me pick. Nobody's ever done that before. (laughs) Two and a half stars from Leonard Malton for this movie that has someone playing God in it. It's 1999. He calls it Ambitious. And he also says that the director also wrote the script. Ambitious director wrote the script, two and a half stars, 1999, and there are 13 names. How many names you can get it in? 13. Nick says 13. We go to Sarah, who says... Nine. Ooh. I like that bid. Kumail? Ah. 99 director wrote the movie. Uh, I'll go I'll go 6. What? <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the fact that you guys thought it was a ballsy move really terrifies me. <laughs> uh, name that name that, name movie. that movie. Is it Bruce Almighty? <laughs> Listen, you can't pre-guess. <laughs> I mean, you can, but then that would be your answer, so you should probably listen to the six names. Oh, right, I forgot. <laughs> let's, let's hear the names. Okay, Jennifer Aniston, Jim Carrey, no, I'm kidding. Morgan <laughs> um, <Bargain> Freeman. <laughs> your six names are Bud Court, oh. Janine Garofalo, Alanis Morissette, I know. George oh, Carlin, fuck. Can I do it? Jason Mewes, and Kevin Smith. Balls. What is Fucking it? Balls. Dogma? Dogma's correct. There it was. That's how this game is played, sir. Fuck everybody. That's good. Sometimes oh, six names is plenty. That's this is crazy. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Alanis Morissette played God in that movie. I know. I knew it was that. All right. So, so Kumail's got... Don't smash Stephanie's... Unequivocally not Matt Damon's role of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he looks at it like that too. My bottom was dogma, but then contagion came along. <laughs> Everything's gonna be different. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't know why I'm judging it like yeah, this. Yeah, you'd like it. I would. I would like it. I love Sarah it. has a point. Camille has a point. Wait, what? What? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then uh, we'll start with Nick. Because you were left out of that one, right? Sarah made Camille. I Kamel. started it, Who's, but I'm... Who made Camille name it? Sarah, right? Uh, Sarah did. Yeah, yeah. He did. I did. Oh, I you did. did. I you did. did. Okay, I did. So we but start in my mind, I'm you. So we start with Sarah then. <laughs> we start with Sarah, and then, we, and then we go in the other direction. We go to Nick mm-hmm. from Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Sarah gets to pick a category between these possibilities. No, she didn't. <laughs> That's movies where there's a contraction in the title. Down under, that's movies with either down or under in the title. And no one no one has picked that for weeks, so it just keeps sitting there. And then horror movies, because you know, this of course is October. Pick pick uh you should pick horror because it's uh Halloween time. Mm-hmm. It totally is Halloween time. 
the other one? In the Christmas down, Land. Under, down or Under? Down or Under is in the title, yeah. So that narrows it down. That one sounds very difficult. A dozen movies, maybe. What do you think, Sarah? What's the first one? Contractions? <laughs> contractions in the title. Down or under. What are title. contractions? Or like. like or you should movies. know you played a gynecologist. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> and now sadness. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're waiting for now. I would oh, go sorry. horror movies. Which category, so, Sarah? Horror movies. Horror movies. You just got bullied into that no, no, by no, your competitor. You whatever. No, it's okay. This horror film is from 1980. Mm-hmm. Leonard Maltin gives it one and a half stars. He says about this movie that it rates higher than Vom simply because it's better than the sequel. I don't know why that would be a reason to rate the movie away that he did, but that's what he says. Higher than what? He rates it higher than Bomb. Bomb is the lowest rating he gives. And he says he, it's simply because it's slightly better than the next. So he reviewed it The after sequel. He reviewed it later. He must have, yes. Maybe he was like on a second marriage and just was like... A lot of things going on. Yeah. <laughs> and he also says about it that this movie was a box office smash. There are seven names. How many names do you think you can get it in, Sarah? Silverman? Seven. Okay, you want to go to Nick? Uh, name that movie. <laughs> oh, You're joking, geez. right? She's going to know it, That's dude. the weirdest thing no, to I'm do. Really? I've been yelling. At, that's happened, that just happened last week. I had to yell at somebody I for un- saying... I'm unnaming that movie to Sarah. Why, why are you yeah. pulling it out of me naming that All movie? of the names? All right, here we go. Oh. <laughs> you can't change the rules of the game to suit you, Doug. No, but you can explain to the guests when they're really <laughs> fucking up. Maybe it's all part of my plan. Okay. Let's see if she can do it. Nobody, nobody She's going to get it. Everyone in this room is going to know it except for maybe Sarah. I know. I'm so get don't it. yell out. Kevin Bacon. Oh. See, people already know it. Janine Taylor, Mark Nelson, Lori Beltran, Harry Crosby, Adrian King, and Betsy Palmer. Somebody might not be such a dummy after all. I mean, do you know yeah, when your number one is a Betsy Palmer. Kevin Bacon's the lowest. Yeah. So this is a totally unknown Kevin. Oh, hold on. He was just on the radio talking about... Something talking, talking about, about stuff, yeah. <laughs> Was it NPR? <laughs> and he was saying when he was in like the first. It's movie not Footloose. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Footloose that he was talking about. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna have to say a, a horror movie that maybe came out around I was that age. Let's see, Palmer. I mean, the only ads I remember, I, I um. I know you guys are all laughing because you're all nerds that know this. <laughs> you don't have to be that nerdy to know what horror film from, what was the year? 1980. 80 stars Kevin Bacon and Betsy Palmer. Just I don't even know who second. Kevin Bacon is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. No, it isn't. 
Also, that's not that the name would, of a movie. That would have, is there a movie called Christine the Horror But Christine car? would have like Christine. Keith Gordon's name in there because he was the guy who owned the car. He'd really? be in the seven names, I bet. Okay. Yeah. What's the answer, audience? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, Sarah. You yeah. know, I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got a three-way tie, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's fine. You were great. Friday the 13th is a terrible movie, and it's fine that you haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay that you haven't seen it, but, you know. Like, all I remember was, like, the commercials for that movie Magic. Christine the Horror Car. Wasn't there a movie called Christine? There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring Keith Gordon, and it was based on a uh, Stephen King. It had a horror car in it. And it had a, it had a car it that killed people. That mm-hmm. killed Wasn't that Herbie fully loaded? <laughs> No, that when was he's a, fully loaded, he that fucks was a whore. Up. That was a whore in a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bam. Lindsay Lohan joke, everybody. Oh, leave it was love. right there, Doug. It wasn't like I was like I have to come up with a great Lindsay Lohan joke. <laughs> leave her alone. She has no one. <laughs> All right, so family. Uh, nice, nice move there, Nick Kroll. Very strategic. There you go. No big. You won the point, Sarah. Had to name it. We start with Kumail, and this then we very and, close. And then we move to Sarah. Kumail gets to pick the category. Would you like? Oh. Uh, Edgar hasn't seen it. That category is movies that Edgar Wright has not seen, <laughs> and he's seen a lot of movies. But he showed me a list of movies he hasn't seen, and I picked one. Um, <laughs> and then we definitely can... not picking that one. Okay. So let me give you a couple more to choose Was from. Was it Ordinary People? <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he's seen that. What about Hot Fuzz? <laughs> Once it was finished editing it, he never looked at it again. <laughs> uh, you can go with uh, Joan Cusack or Artie Lang. Wait, who are in those movies? There's uh, movies that they're in, yes. Joan Cusack? Uh-huh. Or Artie Lang? Yeah. Or movies Edgar hasn't Joan seen. Joan Cusack's in the house. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with I get. Oh, what do you guys think? What do you think, Sarah? I, I'd go Cusack. You, you shouldn't ask Sarah what she thinks. That's not strategic. Well, Artie, it's going to either be beer. Oh. What that, that. Let's not start narrowing it down. <laughs> let's do Joan Cusack. Well, let's do Joan Cusack. Okay, Joan Cusack. People are happy about that decision. 1990. Three stars from Leonard. I might go three and a half or four. Yeah, mm. I, I like this movie. He says about this movie that uh, it has. Good, he says good moments abound. Uh, <laughs> that's that's not vague. What year is it? Ninety. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that and movie he, ninety that came out that had good moments in it. Yeah. The the clues don't help, Camille. That's the idea. And I don't want to give it away with these clues. Ultimately, the film offers a good cry. Yeah. And he lists six names. Okay. And one of them might be Joan Cusack. I don't know how big her part was in it. I mean, I do know, but I'm not going to say. Six names. 1990? How many? I'll say six. All right. Then we go to Nick. Hmm. So there's an interesting aspect of playing a game. It's like playing poker, where if you just stay out of hands too long, then you get bored and you just start playing hands that you're not supposed to play. Yeah, yeah, you play shitty. Happen. You play shitty starting cards. Right. So um, I'll say I can name it in five. Four. Ooh. Name that movie, Sarah. Okay. 
Sorry to no, thank jump you, right thank on you. That. I just wanted to get involved. I have no fucking idea what movie it is. <laughs> thank I. You also have no chance of winning now, Nick. We'll see. <laughs> Nick has a team of lawyers finding every loophole possible. I'm terrified right now. What powers do you possess? This is a terrible waste of them. All right, Sarah, you get four. <laughs> Here's your four names, Sarah. Kathy Bates, Charlie Cosmo, Cosmo. I'm sorry. Sorry to the whole Cosmo oh, family. No. Chris O'Donnell and Joan Cusack. Please. You've worked with O'Donnell and Cusack. They were in a movie together. Good cry. A good cry. A good cry. And then there's two more people there build above them. Wow, I w- it now I, it's definitely not um <laughs> what I <thought laughs> Tell us all the things it's not. It's not let the river run. Mm, I'm not going to say one way or the other. No, it's not. I meant working girl. I was thinking of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Melanie Griffith's socks in that movie. Has the name of the movie been mentioned tonight? Just in conversation? Yeah. I don't right. think so. I mean, one of the words has come up, I think. Is it called Life as We Know It? That's a tearjerker for me. That's a, honestly, that movie was a cum jerker. I cried. Cum jerker? Yeah. I cried twice uh, when I read the script and then when I, wa- when I watched it. Chris O'Donnell's in it, yes. Kathy Bates. Chris O'Donnell is fourth build after Joan Cusack and it was all the way back in 1990 I can't believe this does it take place in a school (laughs) (laughs) that's a good first question that's good I don't even we're not supposed to get questions though Kamal I'm just trying to support you Sarah I'm so bummed I'm sorry I I know I'm going to kick myself but I don't I wish I knew what are the other names they are wait a second Try and trick him. It's so natural. Oh, sorry. I keep shutting. That's the charm that served her right into the Muppets movie. (laughs) (laughs) Can I take your order? You have AIDS. Is that what you say? (laughs) No, I say table for one. Table Table for for AIDS. Table for two. I say that's it. Okay, so you Uh, don't know it. All right. You're not going to pull it out out of nowhere. But maybe if I tell you the last two names, you will. Mm. The last two names are. Men don't leave. Doug just left. Doug just left. Doug just left. Doug is gone. Wow. Wow. Sarah's our winner with Men Don't Leave. Wow. 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 I'm very sorry. Oh my God. I love that. Ironically, so that much. was also the last line uh, that I said as the gynecologist said. <laughs> Men don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> that was a super last minute pullout. Wow. Oh, Very impressive. I, I, what happened? I feel so happy that I'm going to remember why I'm so happy and then be like, oh. <laughs> like, I feel so happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you really feel, feel great and then you realize nothing really happened. Like, what was I so 
but it's it's, it's fun to win. It's fun to win. Hey, Jordan, you want to come right down a shithead for me to name at the end of the show? And where's uh, who are you playing for there, Nick? Uh, Kala. Kala, could you come Kala. do it too? Does that pen not work? How come stuff doesn't get one? Kala a better pen because she won the prizes. Oh, this is a you know back. Sarah, this is that like was a, amazing. It's like oh, a backup yeah, prize. Have you seen this what is the? Yeah, mo- I haven't seen it. I, I was Mendel just it's a good movie. thinking about this movie because I was thinking about Jessica oh, okay. Lange because I was watching my, one of my new favorite shows, American Horror Story. Uh, is it good? Is it good? It's awesome. Yeah, okay. Jessica Lange is in that, and she's supposedly great in it. And she was. I mean, she's she's in Men Don't Leave, and yeah. Chris O'Donnell was like her son. And my favorite Joan Cusack line in that movie is, uh, she's like a nurse that kind of comes on to Chris O'Donnell kind of weirdly. He's like a teenager, and she says to him at one point, "I'll get you some juice," <laughs> and just the way she says it is hilarious. I I'll remember get, I'll get you exactly where I was when I watched it. I watched it on VHS. Recent? Not yeah, recent. is in a place. In a place. Yeah, where were you? It was a boyfriend's apartment and there was no heat and we both had those like cocoon sleeping bags and we just slept side by so side. So this was in like them. a pre snuggy world. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to plug before we go, Nick Kroll? Uh, yeah, I have the league uh, on FX every Thursday at 1030. And uh, the DVD for my Comedy Central special, Thank You Very Cool, is out now. So people can buy it at Amazon. Awesome. Kumail? Tell your face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen to uh, my podcast, The Indoor Kids, on Nerdist. And uh, I'll be in Portlandia. I think it starts January. Yeah. Sarah. Muppets comes out soon. When does Take This Waltz come out? Don't know. Not looking. <laughs> oh, it might not come out. No, it is coming out in Canada and France. <laughs> so it's and not maybe, coming out. Maybe America. Maybe it's got to come out in America. Uh, right? It's supposed to be really good. I, I heard it. W- did it go over well at the Toronto International Film Festival? Yeah, so all, all these people wanted to buy it. And then what? <laughs> just just kidding. Didn't, oh, okay. No, but it, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's probably so talented. It. All right. It's good. Seth Rogen's incredible. I'm so totally naked. Yeah. Still. Sarah's naked. That's, a, like that's a shame that this country doesn't get to see you naked. Just standing there like that. Yeah. Like that's that. sexy enough for me. No, it isn't. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> plenty of teenage boys, will be, that'll be enough. It's funny. Sarah made this point because it's like... Sarah Polly, the director. Yeah. Oh. Sarah I thought you referred to yourself like, a, <laughs> like an athlete. Oh, Sarah just made this point yeah. to me recently. Sarah gives one hundred and ten percent. It's so true, though. Sarah wants to thank God for winning this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Sarah. But what did she say to you? No, I was just saying she she made an interesting point, which is like you only see nudity, you only see women naked in movies in a sexualized way but women every day are naked with each other getting changed or showering that at the Y or whatever sexy. yeah and that's totally you, sexy to me or women showering yeah no when you see it it's Gross. so taboo it's jarring it's called slump porn yeah <laughs> bad posture porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're hunched over when you're working it it's all good Oh, I saw this thing with this chick with scoliosis last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Her back was like American a American Horror Story and Prime Suspect are my two new faves. I love, and I I love Lisa Maria Bello. I like Maria Bello. You like Ringer? 
I couldn't get into Ringer. Ringer's fun. What about Revenge? You'd probably like Revenge. I'm dabbling in Revenge, but okay. it's a little... Is American right. Horror Story one story or all different stories? It's I can't wait to have you guys back on Doug Loves TV. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be, at, uh, I'll be at Comedy Mix in Vancouver, Canada on October 27th. And as always, uh, Terry Polo is a shithead. <laughs> oh, as always. No. And the LAPD is a shithead. No, oh, okay. I disagree. Yeah. Now it's time to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him 